Welcome into another episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. And joining us now, he is the Executive Director of the Swine Health Information Center. Dr. Paul Sundberg is with us. Dr. Sundberg, great to catch up with you again, sir. How are you today? I'm doing well, Jesse. Thanks. Um, I appreciate the opportunity. It's always good to visit with you. Definitely uh, great to visit with you as well. We have plenty to talk about, Dr. Sundberg. I know we were chatting off air a little bit. Quite a few uh, disease concerns globally that we need to talk about. And uh, just kind of catch us up on some of the different diseases, some of the things that we are hearing in, in the swine herd around the globe right now. Sure. One of the things that the Swine Health Information Center does is um, monitor diseases to kind of look over the hill to see what may be coming at us. And so part of that monitoring means looking over around the world and, and um, assessing the risks as well as understanding what's happening. Right now in Indonesia, everybody talks about African swine fever, but in, right now in Indonesia, they're having a really significant outbreak of foot and mouth disease. Um, it is rampant there. They're in a big vaccination program to try to get it under control. Of course, Australia being right there in that hemisphere is really concerned about that. And we're watching the progress there. With Australia, they are also concerned about the opportunity for the next mosquito season that's going to be coming for them in their summer as we go into winter, of course. They go into summer and mosquitoes, and that means Japanese encephalitis virus is another issue that they're, they're thinking about and having to deal with in the coming season. Last year, they had um, approximately 6% or so of their production that was lost because of Japanese encephalitis virus in pigs. But pigs are also a, um, called an amplifying host. And when they get JEV, mosquitoes can feed on the pigs and then they carry that virus to other species, and those other species could include people. They had uh, 40, I think the, the latest count is they've had 40 uh, human cases of JEV, and on those 40 human cases, they've had four deaths. So that's something that we're um, really concerned about, and we're going to have a symposium at the University of Georgia uh, coming up in a couple of weeks. That'll be international. It'll um, it'll include Australia. It'll include the U.S. It'll include a lot, a lot of experts um, that will talk about JEV and our preparedness should it get here. That's um, that's one thing that that again the Swine Health Information Center is focused on and make sure we're prepared for things that may come at us. Well, I know as well, watching uh, African swine fevers, you mentioned I, you mentioned to me as well, a curious uh, disease in Ecuador right now. Well, some folks wondering if that's ASF, Paul. Yeah, the government there reported an outbreak of swine disease in Ecuador. And um, according to their reports, they have tested it for classical swine fever, CSF, and for African swine fever, ASF, and it's negative. Um, but the we've got to have some better confidence in those test results. Um, the USDA through international organizations have offered to, um, to Ecuador to do some testing of those samples on Plum Island. 
and to verify that they're negative for African swine fever and for classical swine fever. And right now we're waiting for those samples to be transferred. They're still sitting in Ecuador waiting to get up to Plum Island for testing. So that's something we're watching very closely with uh, ASF on in the Dominican Republic and Haiti on Hispaniola. Um, there's, always, there's an opportunity for it further spread in the Western hemisphere here. And that's, um, that's something that we're all keeping an eye on and working with USDA to make sure that we're hardened as well as we can. Well, Paul, as well, thinking about biosecurity, let's turn our attention there a little bit. Uh, Schick, I know, has uh, kind of put a focus on the wean to harvest biosecurity, a new initiative out from uh, the Swine Alt Information Center here just recently. Tell us a little bit more about uh, what you guys are, are working on with this research program. Sure, there's a little bit of background here. Um, uh, one of the other things that Schick is supposed to be doing is you're supposed to be analyzing animal health data in the U.S. Um, for detection of emerging diseases. It's all about emerging disease. And as we look at the de health data, both from the swine disease reporting system, where we have the primary veterinary diagnostics labs reporting their test results every month, um, we go to some research projects that have been done looking at biosecurity and the effects on finishing floors. And then there was an outbreak of APP, Actinobacillus pleuronemonia, in the middle of Iowa, and we did investigations on the outbreak there. All of those things come together to focus on the, um, the role of finishing sites, weaned to harvest sites, if you will. It could include nurseries, um, but the finishing sites as a nidus for infection and continued infection in breeding herds. It's kind of a big cycle. You get an outbreak of a virus on a finishing herd, they, the breeding herds in the area get the virus and those breeding herds in the area may move animals that are infected back to the finishers, they'll break again and it'll just keep going round and round. So this effort is one um, that we put together to try to break that cycle to look at biosecurity in that wean to finish market and uh, wean to market system and phase and um, try to break the cycle of disease transmission. It includes looking at the sites and biosecurity on the sites means biocontainment, which if you get a disease, if you get an outbreak of something, you want to keep it on there instead of share it. And it, and it includes bioexclusion, which I think a lot of people think about bioexclusion biosecurity is bioexclusion. It's keeping things off your farm. And then the other part, a really important part of this is transportation biosecurity. Um, the trucks and the truck washes and the decontamination of the trucks and their um, opportunity to move things from first points of concentration like markets back to the farm as the marketing cycle keeps going. So we're trying to look at all those. And the important thing here, the real key is cost effectiveness and being able to implement to actually implement what um, what those recommendations could be. Well, Paul, fantastic stuff as always. I know if folks want to learn more about different biosecurity issues and more, they can follow the Swine Health Information Center, Schick, online at swinehealth.org. That's swinehealth.org. And with that, we appreciate the time. Executive Director of the Swine Health Information Center, Dr. Paul Sundberg, thanks for joining us once again here today. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Jesse. It's good to visit with you.
You've been listening to American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen, wishing you and yours a great rest of your day.